0: when he was um bidding on the necklace at the auction a necklace worth like sixty million. Oh, he looked everyone was looking fuck, at him oh mm. him in a suit is I, too much i'm taking te- black men in suits though i'm sorry all uh-huh. black black men in suits like mm. there's, there's, there's nothing better than a black man in a suit honestly oh. if you're feeling down it's just all this doctor oh. ordered mm. to be honest hmm. Coco Girls uh, episode twenty one. I am Daria. Hi guys, I'm Nai. Welcome, greetings. How's everyone doing? And everyone replies, <laughs> we are doing great. Thank you so much for asking, Nai. Um, Amazing. But yeah, how are you? How are you doing? How's your week going? I'm well. I'm healthy. Um, I have no major updates for you. Good. How are things on your side? That you're healthy. Uh, yeah, I'm here. I'm healthy. <laughs> i think it's the i think it's the same uh same vibe really the undertones are mad <laughs> like, i just i feel like um i'm really reveling in the lie that is adulthood do you know what i mean yeah i just when you have to say that your mood is gratitude that's when you know like i just for week <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah but yeah um Okay so I'm going to run us through the news here this it, week um from the UK a bit of global news but mainly the UK mm. um first thing I wanted to say actually is I've been seeing millions all over my timeline I remember you brought him up um, a couple weekends ago weekends a couple weeks <laughs> ago weekend, yeah. when um I mentioned Russ will, uh, Millions yeah. and you were like oh millions but yeah so now I know who he is um he's funny I like him he is that's all I wanted to say he's roadman but not polished enough for you but <laughs> Um, if you uh, are Listen. interested to know what I'm referring to there, please refer to episode 20. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's because of the new football song, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, him and... Was it... Crepes. You know what? No, I, I saw um, Amelia Dim interviewing him for Chicken Shop. Oh, is it? She's... Yeah. Anyways, and... <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think mean she's funny. She's goofy funny. I like it. You know, it's because she's... What she looks like, that she's made it that far, but that's okay. That's okay. That's not her fault, you yeah, know. I love the, the intonation just got higher and higher and higher. <laughs> okay. Uh, the... <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, I've I've seen him. On, I say I've seen him on my timeline. No, I saw. Someone sent something of him, the football song. I was really surprised to see Mm. all these young black. Not surprised, but it's just so weird to me when I see people with that Saint George's cross, like because it just it it screams trauma to me. Like when I see that flag anywhere hanging out of a window, I get stressed. Like I'm just like I need to get out of here as soon as possible. I think it's horrible and it's sad that I feel that way, but I don't get how people are just like flinging that flag around everywhere like it doesn't have horrible connotation <laughs> i mean what makes you feel think worse though the union jack or that or the st george's cross is it st george's st george's that- st george's are um, this is what i'm saying this is what i'm saying <laughs> whenever i see that flag like gives me flashbacks to like walking through areas in nottingham where i feel yeah. like i just should not have been anyways yeah like when you see the um the uk flag it's like, because you see that at the Olympics. Yeah. That feels GBR. more like, okay, that could be black British. It could be okay, you know, but the other one, the other one has not got any room for us. Goodness. It, yeah, no. Um, speaking of, actually, okay. uh, so England v Germany. England won 2-0. I was... People are ecstatic. But, like... <laughs> yeah, very much so. I, I can't believe it. I mean, obviously, Sterling scored well done. They're still probably going to chat shit mm-hmm, about him mm-hmm. in the papers, but I'm glad that he's just doing his thing. Repping yard, yeah. you get me. Yeah, man. Um, I wanted to bring up the papers actually. Ooh. Um, there were twelve uh, front pages uh, today. The day after England won, mm. only one featured Raheem on the front page. Which which paper was that, please? The Sun, surprisingly. Oh my god. Yeah, the Sun paper, there was, like, Telegraph, the Mirror, all of them. All of them just had the other guy that scored, uh, Kane. I don't know him. No, I don't. No, I, don't I don't care about him. I don't. Kane. Yeah, anyway. Um, but yeah, so I don't know why only one of them featured him. Well, I do know why. But um, I would like to just say congratulations to Raheem and his gun tattoo. Yeah, man. Because uh, <laughs> yeah. you're not talking about him now, but you did before, even though the tattoo has meaning, as we all know by this point. Yeah. Um, even if it didn't. <laughs> so what? Irrelevant. Yeah, from that, mind your business. So that's that. Also related to um, England winning, uh, Stormzy went to some random people's house. Um, for an after party after he promised them if England won, he'd go round. So there's just videos on social of Stormzy <laughs> at this after party. And there's all these, like, boys shouting, football's coming, I'm Stormzy's just there like, hey, get it? Oh my <laughs> it's the most random thing. Goodness, but yeah. listen, Stormzy's a good vibe to me, so why not? Yeah. Um, so some London-related news. Um, there was a tornado embarking don't know if you saw the video of that why have I, why does this sound like news that i did hear like 10 years ago i feel like that happened in like a tree <laughs> mashed up a train or some shit like barking uh, just sounds like one of them areas though doesn't it yeah i've got family there um <laughs> people were tweeting saying like i hope Rams's ting is okay which was slightly comical <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I didn't see, like, any casualties or anything, so hopefully everyone's blessed, but it just looked a bit wild, like, just <laughs> it looked very non-barking, you know, but there's that. Um, this happened uh, a few days ago, or maybe, like, a week ago or so, but, yeah, uh, Carnival was cancelled. Um, I don't know if I actually already mentioned that. Possibly. Maybe I did. I feel like maybe that was in one of our conversations after the pod, maybe. Yeah, or, or I might have brought it up to be like, um, we know it's going to be cancelled. Yeah. Uh, so it's officially cancelled now, and the organising body for Carnival itself has said that due to ongoing uncertainty and the risk of the virus, uh, the thing is cancelled. And aiming to be bigger and better than ever in 2022. We'll hear that for the um, next four years. And then it'll be like, carnival's never been reinstated, guys. I'm just hoping everyone prepares yeah. for this and goes underground. And doesn't tell the white yeah. people. But. I've just been seeing so many... Um, so many people running behind uh, like coaches and buses through Regent Street playing like jungle music and techno. Yeah, what's this? Um, <laughs> basically... Trying to show their support for DJs and nightclubs by protesting and, and having a party in the street, which okay, but they're not getting locked off. <laughs> like it's not like they start dancing to jungle music and then they're getting sprayed down. So the majority of these crowds contain people of which phenotype? Because um, from the Caucasus Mountains. Well, this is my thing because as soon imagine if carnival they just decided to put on carnival, we know exactly what would happen. We know. Yeah, it would not be good. It would not be good for the people. Um, Sadly, in Elephant and Castle, you may have seen, there was a fire, a pretty big fire, but only six people were hurt and no one sustained any serious injuries. But Mm. when I saw it, I was just like, wow. And there were, were like, over 10 fire engines. So it was quite a scene. Um, But yeah, everyone is, like, more or less fine. So that's um, a good outcome. Uh, In global news... Mm. um, Derek Chauvin got 22.5 years in prison for murdering George Floyd. He is likely to serve two-thirds of that sentence on good behaviour. I'm just bringing you the update. Um, I don't feel good about this. It just is news for you to hear. I hope he never sees the outside ever again in his life. Yeah, um... I mean, you know, I'm assuming he's going to be, like, uh, protected. Of and Of course, they're not going to put him live, in Live a very pop. different... Can you imagine? Yeah. It, if they put him in main poppy he'd be dead within minutes. He wouldn't even make it, do you know what I mean? So, but yeah, what was a bit strange to me is, like, <clears throat> his seven-year-old daughter gave somewhat of a testimony. Like, she was basically being interviewed, saying, like, do you miss your dad? What? You no, 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 no. Very weird. Who's platforming this shit? Uh, I, I think the family, like, were fine with it. I I just, I don't know. I don't know. It, it felt very, like, Did you say, did you say but... Derek Chauvin's child? No, no, no. George, George Floyd's, Floyd's Floyd. daughter. I don't, Sorry not, if I misspoke. Yeah, yeah. N- no, no. I... Did she do a victim impact statement? I think that's what she was doing um before the sentencing, yeah. I... But obviously she didn't have anything. It was all prompted. So when she was being questioned, the questions were like, how do you feel? What would you say to him? And it's just like, oh my gosh. Like, She doesn't even fully comprehend because she was kind of like looking off into space, kind of like, yeah, I really miss him. And I, I ask about him all the time. And I was just like, no, like, this no, no, this no, 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 Like, it's too much. But yeah, um uh Derek Chauvin's mother spoke. Why is she giving a platform, please? I don't care. I don't care. Your son is a murderer. She, I'm not going <clears> to <throat> repeat her words because I don't really want to have that on this podcast. But she is delusional. That's all I want to say. And you can go and look up her little speech. No. Nope. Um, I understand, you know, being a mum, you defend your child. But there's, there's limits. So I hope that she... She also mentioned... You know how people know that when one person is incarcerated, the whole family feels that, yeah? yeah. She was trying to teach us about that. Um, and I hope that she does feel this. Um, that is what I'd like to say on that... Um <clears throat> okay so we're coming back to London briefly and I'd like to talk about Matt Hancock <laughs> it's not funny but it's funny but it's really not funny it's really not funny <laughs> do you know what that summarizes the new story perfectly <laughs> Uh, Matt Hancock I won't do any plays on his name it's been overdone the man has been busy um while he told us that we couldn't engage in sexual activity he was making sure that he didn't let any time go wasted um you know the devastating thing about this man cheating on his wife in case you didn't know um is that this footage now in video format has been plastered all over the gaff and he has three children i don't know how old they are so i don't know if they can you know what i mean but that's that's not good and the woman he had this affair with she also has a husband and three children so it's just like you guys really were just out here just just i'm <laughs> um, that pum pum for a 15k contract so uh... <laughs> yeah and she only worked 15 days yeah. so i mean yeah Anyway, um, his mistress was seen emptying her house um, into boxes and getting into a car. Allegedly, uh, Hancock is separating from his wife and him and this woman are going to be together. I am finished. People were dying, dying, (laughs) fucking dying in a pandemic and you were getting your dick wet. Well, I mean, his boss said, let the bodies pile high and say goodbye to your grandparents. So (laughs) he wasn't really concerned. Um, so yeah, he has resigned as the Secretary of State for Health and Social Care. Should have been sex. Obviously he, yeah, no, no, well, this is the thing, obviously Boris is doing what he's doing, so he backed him. Of course, man said, mm, I know, I know what that feels like, mate, I know. It <laughs> is it? Uh, shit, mate. Oh, got you a sticky one ain't there. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's going to be, obviously, a, a backbencher anyway, so look out for him in the crowds. Um... He has resigned not for the hundred thousand deaths but for infidelity, which is just oh. it just shows where we're at as a country. Like I said that's this, fun. The thing that the thing that frustrates me the most is these people will mm. vote the conservatives back into power. They will do it again and again and mm-hmm. again. It's just like ugh, fucking hell, Beth. It's tiring. Um he sorry, so <laughs> They've let us know that they're they're planning to run an investigation into who leaked the footage and that we shouldn't worry. I don't give a fuck who leaked the footage. I give a fuck that hundreds of thousands of people died for no fucking reason because you didn't act quickly enough and you were too busy Mm -hmm. handing out fucking private contracts with PPE to your bloody brethren. Okay, so that was my next paragraph. Um, So Sajid Javid, if that's how you pronounce his name, um, he he was the former chancellor, and he is now the new um, secretary. He's also MP for Bromsgrove. Don't know where that is. Um, He was actually chancellor for six months, but he resigned. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was a weird little story, and I can't properly find out what happened but basically boris um ordered him to fire some of his aides mm. and javid refused to do that can't find exact reasons as to why boris wanted them fired but there was tension between javid and cummings we all know cummings um and basically javid was like no i'm not doing that and he left um and was replaced by rishi as y'all know mm. uh, but yeah uh, Sajid is back. uh so that's nice for him Um, Um, why, why isn't Economist the Health Secretary? Please tell me, please tell me, okay, you're great at data, yeah, because even today I was listening to a snippet of him talking about how, you know, accepting his post, talking about how he's, uh, he's, um, looking forward to getting, uh, everybody on, uh, for, what do you, what do you, what do what do them people there call it? The Freedom Day, was it now? The 19th of July? Oh, um. Is it 19th of uh, July? But what are you talking about, though? Like, oh, I've um, uh, been out, COVID restrictions. Yeah, 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 yeah Freedom Day, which I is a terrible name, but yeah. It's a terrible, terrible name. And he's looking forward to making sure, you know, that that definitely goes ahead. And I'm just like, but yeah. the numbers are rising and you're going to mm-hmm. be in the same position you were in before just because you guys want to make money. The, an economist is like the worst person you can put in charge yeah, of public health like just making sense. What the fuck is happening? Boris also has come out of a statement saying that we're going to have to learn to live with covid after the 19th of July and it was like okay but you're you're setting your standards very low like we all knew that covid wasn't going to disappear mm-hmm. we all knew that but Your approach, approach is a very strong word as well. Your apathy really hasn't been it. Apathy is the perfect word, babe. Jeez. Um, But yeah, another thing about this UK, according to MPs on the Education Select Committee, Mm. the term white privilege Mm. has contributed towards a systemic neglect of white working class students in the education system pausing for everyone to just roll their eyes, kiss their teeth. <laughs> <Listen>. <laughs> Not right on cue. Oh, sorry, sorry. It just, my spirit can't, it can't with this gaslighting government. It cannot, it cannot. That's what they're doing, isn't it? I don't have That's time sure what they're doing. to be beefing other working class people because now all of a sudden you believe the term and it's the term may have, you don't want it to convince us that racism doesn't exist anymore, but now you want to use terminology like white privilege, in order to say that uh, white working class kids are failing. What, like, hello, guys! White working class children have been failing from since the dawn of long ta- time. The dawn of time, and it's only gotten worse under who? Your conservative government, okay? That you love so much. It's like you don't. Mm-mm-mm. There are there are not services and resources in place. This is a class issue. Um, a class issue which affects young black children as well um it's just i mean okay thanks for letting us know and i'm glad that you mentioned obviously um it being the tories as well because (sighs) the opposition party obviously um wanted to propose an alternative report but it got voted down by the conservatives so it's like you just what do you expect? Pushy lot's property. They don't want to feed keep, children. Keep doing, keep doing it. I see what you lot are doing. I hope everybody sees what mm-hmm. they're doing. Obviously everyone's not gonna see, especially the people that read the fucking scum newspaper, but people that don't want to see as well. Oh of course, of course. Oh, I'm tired. Um so just a last bit of international celebrity news I wanted to, to say here. Um Cardi B came out onto the BET Awards during Amigo's performance with her belly um, on show to let us all know that she is pregnant by the man Offset. Um, that is her her husband, despite, you know, filing for divorce twice. Um, Kiari Kendrell Cephas, that's her man, and she's going to stick beside him. She... <laughs> Sorry, the look that Dari just gave. <laughs> she had an Instagram caption saying that... Um, they've communicated they've prayed all these things and you know now they're welcoming a new blessing and the caption was very much her trying to convince herself that before all of her stands come and say like why are you still with this man that disrespected you all over the internet publicly that she has her script ready um (laughs) to say why she's still there and it just it made me feel a bit a bit sad for her um that she thought she had to do that but I did want to say that I'm happy for her if she's happy and children are a blessing. And the news is Cardi B is welcoming a new child. Congratulations, B. <laughs> so that wraps up the news for this week. On to our main segment, which this week will be a review. Mm-hmm. Today we are reviewing the hit Netflix show Lupin. hmm I'm sure you've all seen it for all of you people that say Lupin Lupin <laughs> Why, have you watched that Lupin <laughs> good show is it so I'm going to do a quick uh, synopsis which will contain spoilers oh yeah so if you're listening <laughs> to this uh, and you ain't watched it so bear spoilers up in here <laughs> so the story follows professional thief or gentleman thief um Diop the only son of of a Senegalese immigrant who had come to France to seek a better life for himself and his child. Babacar. Um, as- <laughs> That's his name. I know, <laughs> the way you said it. Hassan's <laughs> father uh, was framed for the theft of an expensive diamond necklace, which apparently belonged to, like, Marie Antoinette. It was a whole... T- which apparently the- belongs to who? Babacar, really and truly. <laughs> <laughs> That's true as well. <laughs> um... So, yeah, the necklace uh, belonged to his employer's family, basically uh they were wealthy and powerful um went by the name of Pellegrini, woof, woof, I say woof, woof because <laughs> the little dog in the um t v show would always bark whenever <laughs> <laughs> Pellegrini was said so yeah. oh, gee. Oh, gee. um and allegedly um allegedly a father hung himself in prison. Um, out of shame for having stolen this item leaving his son an orphan 25 years later inspired by a book about a gentleman thief Arsène lupin his father had given him on his birthday Arsène set out to get revenge on the pillow family using his charisma um some tricks some disguises all to expose that family's crimes so that's what it's about i thoroughly enjoyed it did you yeah, I oh, I don't want to start off negative, but, like, the story... My number one point is um, what you're about to say, I believe. The storyline is absolutely brilliant. And mm-hmm. what, what pains... It pains me that I enjoyed it because there was a very, 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 very glaring issue throughout mm. both seasons. And, like, mm. just reading reviews after. And I know a lot of black women, especially, boycotted watching the second season because... Yeah. Apparently, des femmes noires exist pas en France. Like black women don't exist in France, bruv. In Paris, they don't exist in Paris. In, pa- in Paris, please, yeah. I beg, they don't exist in Paris. There's not they... one, not a single, not 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 even a, a passerby, not even a stranger on the street in a cafe, <laughs> in a restaurant. There's not one black. They didn't even put them in a serving role, a cleaning role. No, not not even that. No. Not even a stereotypical role. There's not one black woman. They couldn't even and do you know what? As soon as his love interest, his is all man, his, his babe mother came on screen, my heart broke because I was just like, it would have been so so nice. So nice if he could have just been with a black woman. Mm. And you telling me a dark skin one as well. And mm. you telling me this man who grew up as an orphan, yeah, fair enough. Mm. You you hear about like how his story and how the Pellegrini family basically paid for him to go to a fucking private school, you know, because the mm. the, the, the wife felt the, felt guilty or whatever. Okay, he was surrounded by white people, but you're telling me that on his on his ends or where he was, there was not one black not one black friend that he had. Not yeah. not a one. Yeah. We've all seen Lane. Do you know what I mean? Do you, oh, what do you fam, mean? Fan <laughs> Fan. So yeah, that is my number one point. Where are all the black women? Or where is one black woman? Um when his BM turned out to be white, I wasn't um yeah, I had those feelings, but I was like, it's okay, it's one character. But then when his next love interest was a copy of her, I was like, oh, wow. okay. I, I see what we're doing here. It, it was so <laughs> frustrating. Like, in my head, I was thinking, are you just doing, are you basing on his real life right now? Because <laughs> no shade to you. Yeah. No shade to you, Omar. Like, listen. Do what you want to do in it. like. But I was just like, mm, listen. Come on. Omar C is a very, a very striking man. I enjoyed looking at Omar. He yeah. needs to have a beard all the time though, still. Oh, I haven't seen him with a beard. Oh wait, obviously I have in the show. <laughs> I'm <gonna take> one. <laughs> no, but with a real beard, he's, he's Yeah, I'm gonna Google that because I sets, wanna see how it looks. To it. it's. Ne- it's the ne- next level. It's next level. The man's like what, six foot what? Six foot ready for me. He's very <laughs> cheeky. He's very cheeky looking, isn't he? Yeah. He, he he's extremely tall. One point nine metres. I don't know what that is, Google. That's like that six is. foot four. Love it. Um but yeah, so I thought I would talk about a few things that I enjoyed about it. And you Very can true. let me know your thoughts as well. So, this is a weird one. But I think that they portrayed racial discrimination quite well. Apart from, obviously, the lack of diversity. <laughs> of <those> stuff, that, <laughs> the irony. <yeah. laughs> the irony, like... Exactly, yeah. So, I was saying it was weird. So, obviously, for example, when... Um, uh, C's character... What's his name? Asan. Yeah. When he was... Um, Bidding on the necklace at the auction, a necklace worth like sixty million. Oh, he looked everyone fine was looking at him. Fuck, Ooh, him in a suit is too much. I'm taking <laughs> black men in suits though. I'm sorry, all uh-huh. black black men in suits, like mm. there's, there's, there's nothing better than a black man in a suit. Honestly. Oh. If you're feeling down, it's just orders this Doctor oh. ordered, mm. to be honest. Hmm. Um but yeah, so when he was bidding on the necklace, every single white person in that room was looking at him like he was some kind of madman. Do you know what <laughs> I mean? Like it was they they couldn't even believe he was speaking full sentences. You know what I mean? It, it was just um it was something very accurate to see. And everywhere he went, honestly, like everyone assumed he was doing badness. Obviously, he was bad mind. So <laughs> <laughs> no, he was fighting for justice. So no, he wasn't bad man. <laughs> at all. He was doing what he needed to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I, I, listen, you're going into a law career, so obviously we may differ on these subjects. <laughs> listen. You can you can paint things with a different brush, do you understand? If you commit a crime <laughs> your motives don't matter. They don't take away from the like the actual crime itself. Mm. But for TV it works. <laughs> so <laughs> I enjoy it, do you know what I'm saying? Um we've all no, we haven't all broken the law. So um <laughs> not I. I am a law not abiding I. citizen. <laughs> Yeah, a um, few of my favourite characters were... Not his son. His son was extremely irritating. Oh, yeah, the acting was... I oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> the acting <It> was not <laughs> up there. No, let it me was not, lacking. Don't be bad, bad, to him. My, my bad there, um, so. But yeah, good for him on that role, though. He secured the team, to get it? So, well done to his agent. Um, but, I mean, it's not really hard if you're a mixed race. No. To oh. I'm, I'm stating facts, you know. It's it's facts. You are. So. You are. I enjoyed... Um, asan's best friend who owned the the shop with the antiques them two as a duo especially in season two, two. how you see their like growth together mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. was impeccable loved it yeah it was definitely love to it. see that um speaking of that great casting of young asan great casting it was so perfect i was like oh, wow okay so okay okay you lot did a good job there mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i enjoyed that um i also just i loved it because i love watching shows that are set in cities i'm familiar with so obviously like i know paris really well same reason of i love watching of um <laughs> same reason i love watching behind her eyes it wasn't a good show really but it was set in london so i see in shoreditch she was just like hey like do you know what, <laughs> what i mean so yeah i really enjoyed that um i liked the this is a weird sentence the police officer who um suspected that a was um yusuf yeah yusuf i liked him because <laughs> he was the only one that knew how to use his fucking brain in there the rest of them were just yeah. like anyways yeah um it was just funny because when he'd be like guys i really think that if you guys would read this book and listen to me they <laughs> was like shut up you don't go shit <laughs> they were like go home raja yeah for real like... that energy they really didn't care um but yeah in in part two when it's no sorry in part one when his son met, went missing, and then in part two, it was all about that. I was just like, this is so. This is typical, like, listen, his BM was like, I knew it, I knew I should have left you, <laughs> I knew so it would happen. <laughs> She was wilding out. Every s- time she got angry with him, I felt like they were like undertones I didn't like. I don't know. It, it was all very much like, oh, I knew what you were like and I knew you have a change. I, I didn't appreciate her vibes. Man, man, you wanted him since you were a teenager. Man was trying to win you since he. Man, the first flipping thing. You know, it's very much my man commercial sees energy where he said, um, if I can't afford that bag, I'll lick that for you. Yeah? Because man, yeah. Could, you couldn't mm. afford the violin. What did he do? What did he do for yeah. you? Yeah. It was very yeah. much that kind of energy. You knew. you knew how he was and you knew he was gonna do that as well shut up she literally looked at a violin case shaped like a violin and said what's this (laughs) she's (laughs) tired bitch it's a violin (laughs) (laughs) the one you wanted the one you was looking at in the shop (laughs) i'm sorry but the way that you snaked him the way she snaked him And I was just like "Mm." At which time? In my head, I was just like "Mm, I'm glad you're not a black woman. Because she would never, she would never. (laughs) At which time though? She did it all the time. When she snaked him when um, obviously the son went missing and she went to see Pellegrini herself. Oh yeah. Yeah. First one no, she first she called the police. He did say don't call the police. He said don't call the police. (laughs) The first thing she does, what does she do? She calls the police. Second thing, then she goes to Pellegrini's family and snakes Mm. a thing. Like, yeah. she's a hot mess. She's a liability, Bev. Do you know who was very wild? Um, uh, the the dark-haired white woman. Um, Pellegrini's daughter. G- G- yeah. Juliette. Oh, yeah. First, I love how he played first... her. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. When she first came on the scene when they were younger, I thought she was... Her casting wasn't great because she looked a lot older. Yeah, At good. first, I was like, what's happening here? My girl looks about 50. Like... I don't like this because... <laughs> this is inappropriate. <laughs> she, was, she was all like, come in the swimming pool. And he was like, really? And I was like, I, baby no boy, I don't know. <laughs> like, it's a bit, a bit much. <laughs> it's but a baby boy. Though. Anyway, in, in part two, um, his new ting said, go steal your ex's bracelet that her new ting gave her to show that you like me. That's you, I was like, yeah, I was like, Julie, Julie, Julie. Julie, Julie, Julie! What? what's the reasoning do you get what, like what 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 was that about I don't know where her head was at for that but one. he was the mastermind manipulator yeah because it was yeah. all part of his plan <laughs> that's his tagline <laughs> whenever I said that in real life it never was part of my plan but for him it, it really it was is. and that's what was so uh, <laughs> uh, so beautiful about it yeah, when they went to that restaurant and he like fake bumped into her Ugh. and then um, the thing is, she's actually bad mind because she wanted to, when, when they left without paying, she said to steal this random bike not knowing that he had patterned it so but they weren't actually stealing someone's bike but she was ready to just steal someone's bike Of course, that's she someone's livelihood but this is what I'm saying this is rich white woman energy <laughs> I would be like, yo, I don't know you know I'm, just, like, <laughs> I'm, like, like, bro, bike. I'm not getting on this, like, what are you talking about? Can we get Uber? <laughs> Is there any other way? Oh man, but yeah, I feel like he would tire me out, man. Every day getting a text saying, "Come to the bridge, come read this page of a book." There's a new clue. I'll be like, "Oh, babe, I'm actually at the office." Like, I can't, can't do it. Not every day. Or, like, can you go to the second place where I told you I love you when the stars were alight? Oh, I sand. "Yeah." <laughs> like, I've got my appraisal in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> my fav my fave character in, in the second season was um mm. Philip Corbet. Mm. Um Yeah ma'am Didn't didn't suspect that at all. I thought that was brilliantly written. Um yeah. especially how it was just this goth you that just came to mash up the thing and really was part of taking down the... For, he did it for one diamond. I mean, obviously the diamond's worth bare money, but I was just like, Yeah. I think he was just there I for, loved, the, for the thrill. I love the little diamond that they gave everyone, like, just kind of, like, scattering it around the earth. Kind of like the fake story that Pellegrini was running around saying happened. the mm, like, Vinicius yeah, was actually, like, scattering it. I like that. M- one of my favourite characters was um, the journalist, or the former journalist. Oh, the one they murdered. Yeah. she was. She was a real one. Oh, I enjoyed her. They could have made her black, like that character black. Yeah, so many opportunities, yeah, guys. Been <laughs> been <laughs> <insane>. mm. <laughs> so it's pissing it me off. So tired like, by it, this. it just, I just can't. <laughs> because it's something I would want to watch again because obviously there are things that mm. you miss, but I can't, I can't do yeah. it to myself. Like, I even feel bad that I sat through the second season knowing that, like, they did it again. Like, they didn't just do it once with yeah. one season. They did it again. There was not one black woman, not not a one. And considering yeah. that Omar is somebody who speaks up online about certain things, I was just kind of like, bruh, didn't you, you know, speak to the director or the casting director and be like, bruh, can, yeah. can we have at least one, one black woman in there? Can can yeah. we, can we? Which makes you think either he had no power or what are his views? No, he oh does. No. Because there was no way they could have done a season two without him. It would have, people would have been in uproar. Even though people were in uproar anyway. the first, When the first season came out, so many, similar to the James Bond, like potentially being black, yeah? Mm. Issue. The same shit was happening all over Twitter when um, they released Lupin because people were like, oh, it's a white character, blah, blah. And everyone was like, but he's he's a character aside from the book it's he's based yeah he's based on the character of the book but he's not the actual character of the book like, that that's not what the storyline's about it's about somebody pretending yeah. to be the character from the book i was just yeah. like white people just need to fucking relax but like you look, just relax somewhere but anyway that'd be great i think as well one thing that bugs me um because when i was younger i used to read a lot of books that had like mystery elements you know like um a series of unfortunate events. Oh I used to love God, that little series. Loved Olaf. I loved that what? series. Dad, Olaf was that Bruh. guy. Bruh. <laughs> Listen, have you watched the Netflix show of it? I never watched it. Yeah, I wouldn't highly recommend. Uh, it knew, wasn't. I, it wasn't bad. I knew it wasn't going to be what the books were. Yeah, because so really, like... when you're a kid and you imagine it, that literature was just. Oh, it was fantastic. Quite impressive, you know I'm though, but... for children to read. Actually, when I think about it. Yeah, us going through that was a lot, but um, <laughs> it it had like a little silly vibe to it. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes I guess. Deep, sometimes, sometimes. Out to sea in a, on a raft with your toddler uh, sibling. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> running from this. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, he has nothing better to do. Ooh. Um, but yeah, it was cast really well, though. Count Olaf was played by Neil, the the guy from How I Met Your Mother. He played Count Olaf. I don't know him. Yeah, um, Neil Sutton. Um, His name is Neil Patrick Harris. Anyways, but yeah, I'm used to looking for clues, you know, in books because of the genre that I like to read when I was younger. And I feel like everyone learnt anagrams are always going to come to fuck you. Like, you can't be using an anagram. Mm -hmm. So when Yusuf was like, oh, guys, I figured out that this guy's name is actually an anagram for Ascent Lupin, I was like, oh, well, obviously, because, (laughs) you know, (laughs) anagrams are a problem. But, yeah, the fact that, um, was it the police chief was, like, secretly working for the family or whatever, (laughs) it was just, yeah, that, I was like, well, Corruption, what it is, what it is. Um, yeah, but yeah, when he ran off into the night, the final scene, I was like, That's my boy, you know, that's my boy Omar. Like, Godspeed, innit? Honestly, Bruh, like. <laughs> even how he sat <laughs> up that meeting, like on the bridge for the final time, I was just like, Who nonsense? Who and this woman kept you away from your pitney, even though you rescued him, considering she staked you and made it 10 times more difficult. Imagine, did. Was he the root cause of his son going missing, though? I mean, yeah, but like, my thing is, my my has gone missing. I know you're gonna find him because if you don't find him, I'm gonna find you and I'm gonna kill you. Simple. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? is <laughs> yeah. that? I had no time for that um, policewoman. Don't know her name. Don't care neither. She was doing too much. Yeah, she was. She was doing. No She's she been. It's when he escaped in at the petrol station when he went to the toilet. <laughs> That was amazing. Because we knew he was going to escape. Oh, shoot, Too funny. Too yeah. Funny. So what are you saying for ratings? Um, honestly, it was captivating. It was messy. It was silly. It was French. I'm going to give it a nine. Wow. The one point is for the lack of diversity. Mm-hmm. And yourself like you said it was captivating brilliant storyline everything had me on the edge of my seat but i cannot give it higher than a seven i can't, mm. I can't like and i would even i feel like a seven is a bit too high i feel like i should give it a six simply because i wouldn't i love that there's a like a black man who's just a massive series that's gone global like it's the first french series that's actually like sec- mm-hmm. it's done really well on netflix like, he's doing interviews on fucking the US, you know, that doesn't happen mm. for a French Netflix show. And I've watched some yeah. a pretty good French shows on Netflix, but I can't. It's, black women don't exist in Paris. Ab- ab- of all the places Of well. all places, of all places. Fucking hell. Oh. I understand if you can't give a high rating purely because of that. I, I have to respect that. What would be your your final number? <sighs> it's six. It's six. I just feel, yeah. I understand. Yeah. So it has a overall range from us of seven point five. Voila. It's not it's not bad, Jonathan. Um, it has its drawbacks, its significant drawbacks. Um, do you have any big ups? I don't have a big up, but I just wanted to say um, rest in peace to Menelik Shabazz who died yesterday. So, yesterday was the 29th of June. Um, Menelik Shab- Shabazz, we, we briefly mentioned him when we reviewed Omega Rising. He was part of the Sedefon Collective. Um, and yeah, he sadly passed whilst in um, Zimbabwe due to, I believe, uh, complications related to diabetes. And he was actually filming Damn. a uh, a new film. He's best known for his 1981 film, Burning, Burning an Illusion, uh, which saw him become only the second Black director of a British-made film. Um, he's obviously a pioneer of Black British filmmaking, um, and he founded the Black Filmmaker magazine, so... Yeah, we'll probably review more of his films. He's done a lot of work to make sure black films, directed by black people, were uh are available online. So yeah, um, rest in peace, man, and thank you for your work, yeah, man. Rest in peace. All right then. Um, so I guess I'll round up. Um, this episode by asking you, what made you happy this week? shit, I really need to find something um my savings account yeah oh i love that yeah my savings account i i hit a little target that i wanted to hit i wanted to get back on track because you know life happens sometimes so it does yeah my savings account and my savings tracker that obviously i've created because i'm a project manager and you have to, <laughs> you have to create trackers for everything um so yeah i'm on target to hit my goal for the year so listen that's amazing Sorry. that's no small feat so amazing i hope that you do meet your target we have no choice we can't be living <laughs> this in is true precarity right now i can't do it anymore I can't go back. that's not a word i could welcome yeah, now. I what about you um i have a glass of wine and it tastes quite nice. Mm. So that's making me happy. We mm, love it. Okay. <laughs> well, well, yeah. <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> on, that, on that note. Thank you guys for listening to our Impassioned review of Nufa. Uh, yeah, let us know what you think. Yeah, let us know what you think. Hit us up on Insta. Send us an email. You know. Write um, a review. Write a review. All of, all of that good stuff. Um, yeah. And we will see you same time next week. Bye, guys. I will be